All right. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all those mothers out there. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Uh, hopefully everyone honored their mothers. It's a great time to do that. But our subject today, I was thinking of the universal law of polarity. You know there are universal laws that the whole world actually revolves on. It's just that we don't quite understand a lot of the laws that deal with us specifically. One of them is the law of polarity. So what do we mean, the law of polarity? That means it's the law of opposites. Where there's a yes, there's a no. There's an up, there's a down. There's an inside, there's an outside. And I always talk about that. How do you know your inside? You don't know your inside until, unless there's an outside. If there was no outside to relate to, you would not know that you are inside. Does that make sense? Okay, so on the law of polarity, I, I, I wanted to also address the fact of perspective and how we look at things can be different. And I want to bring a couple of stories that uh, from one of my favorite books. If, you've, if you haven't gotten it, it's only a couple of dollars. It's The Winning Attitude by John Maxwell. I just looked it up on Amazon. If, uh, it, I, I'm not sure if it's still in print. You can get used copies for like $2 or $3, $4 max. But it's a great book. And why is it great? It's because he gives so many examples of how people perspective you can change and you'll see when i go through a few of these stories here that are in there there's so many stories that, that you can't help but know that um you can change your future by choice and uh, he also goes into it in depth about the thing called the sap strata talking about how we limit ourselves we put a limit there but it's not really a real limit it's just a limit that we have. And part of those limits are because of our awareness. We're only aware to based on our environment. It's only when we start getting around others who have gone further than us that make us aware of some of the things we may not be aware of when we're trying to advance ourselves. It's then and only then that we find out maybe this isn't a limit and maybe I can do more. Maybe there is more out there for me. Let's take, for example, the, the perspective of the approach of these two guys, two masons working on a brick wall. It says, one day a man was watching two masons working on a building. He noticed the one, that one worker continually frowned, groaned, and cursed his labor. When asked what he was doing, he replied, just piling one stone on top of another all day long until my back is about to break. The other person, the other mason, whistled as he worked. His movements were swift and sure, and his face was aglow with satisfaction. When asked what he was doing, he replied, Sir, I'm not just making a stone wall. I'm helping to build a cathedral. You see the difference? It's all in our perspective. We can take a situation and we can look at it, choose to look at the negative side of things. Or the positive side of things. Now, what's great 
our limitations, there's a, a nice quote here further in the book that says, remember, others can stop you temporarily, but you are the only one that can do it permanently. You see, people can slow you down, but they can't stop you because there are other options. There's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. Here's another story, which is interesting. It says, positive example. It's talking about, well, let's see here. Let me just read it, and you'll see. It just got, kind of gives you an idea. Some of the stories in this book are just tremendous uh, reassurance and uh, uplifting hope and encouragement to each of us. So as it happened in Southwest Asia in the 14th century, the army of Asian conqueror Emperor Timurlane, a descendant of Genghis Khan, had been routed, dispersed, had been routed, dispersed by a powerful enemy. Timurlane himself lay hidden in a deserted manger while enemy troops scoured the countryside. It says as he lay there, desperate and dejected, Tamerlane watched an ant try to carry a grain of corn over a perpendicular wall. The kernel was larger than the ant itself. As the emperor counted 69 times, the ant tried to carry it up the wall. 69 times he fell back, but on the 70th, 70th try, he pushed a grain of corn over the top. Timberlane leaped to his feet with a shout. He too would triumph in the end, and he did, reorganizing his forces and putting the enemy to flight. That's a beautiful picture of the story I always talk about, about a, a child whose conscious mind is not developed yet, a two or three-year-old as they start to learn how to, to walk. And they just keep falling down and they don't count the number of times. They just keep trying until they either pass out or they succeed and they actually walk. And then parents see them walking and they walk them to death and they start crying. Because <laughs> we're all excited because they did that. But yeah. So then, when we go over to that sap strata, we talked about it. Well, that's where the ant story was. And I lost my place now. But that was that was what I wanted to talk about. Another polarity story. We talk about plus and minus. Another polarity story is the, the and I've told this one before, but it was a positive persistence. Two frogs fell into a can of cream, or so I've heard it told. The sides of the can were shiny and steep. The cream was deep and cold. Oh, what's the use, said number one. Tis fate, no helps around. Goodbye, my friend, goodbye, said world. And weeping still, he drowned. But number two of sterner stuff, dog paddled in surprise. The while he wiped his creamy face and dried his creamy eyes. I'll swim a while at least, he said, or so he it has been said. It wouldn't really help the world if one more frog was dead. An hour or two he kicked and swam. Not once he stopped to mutter. 
but kicked and swam and swam and kicked, then hopped out via butter. Isn't that wonderful? Such a wonderful story. Again, about two different, the talk about polarity. One, one attitude was negative, no hope. And the other one, hey, you know, I'm going to give it a try. It's kind of like I like. We don't know the exact future, but we can move in the direction of our dreams. And in moving that in the direction and just keep moving as the options come in front of us and, and we start focusing on what we're trying to achieve. And then eventually we get there. Did we know the whole path in the beginning? No. Did this frog who uh, was able to swim out know that he was going to create butter? No. But he didn't stop trying. The key is action, motion. You know, it's like going to a maze. You run into one wall, you turn around, you go the other direction. You run into another one, you turn around, you go in another direction. But the key is not to stop, but to keep going. There's, ah, here it is. There's an acrostic that I saw for the word problems. Thought I'd share that with you. That would be a great thing to add to um, add to your collection of things to keep. Here it is, problems. The P is for predictors. They help mold our future. The R is for reminders. We are not self-sufficient. We need God and others to help. That's talking about the ownership language that there's something that needs to be done that's larger than ourselves, and we can't do it by ourselves. Opportunities. They pull us out of our rut and cause us to think creatively. There we go. It being in action, making decisions, and then more opportunities open themselves that give us an option and the opportunity to make another decision, which then opens up more opportunities. And so the cycle goes. And that's how we that's how we move. Blessings. They open up doors that we usually do not go through. That was the B. Okay. Uh, L in problems. Lessons. Each new challenge will be our teacher. Yes. <laughs> Failure uh, is, is, is not, not good, but evaluated failure is very good. Once you fail, figure out what happened, and then you know what not to do next. Hence, Thomas Edison figured out, what, 999 ways how not to make a light bulb on a thousandth one or something like that, he figured it out. Okay. Everywhere, no place or person is excluded from them. Talk about problems. Problems are everywhere. Problems are life. Without problems, we're not living. Problems are the essence of life. If you're not having problems, then you're probably in the grandstands when I talk about the arena. You need to be in a field where the problems occur so that you can win. And then messages, M, they warn us about potential disaster. An insolvable, no problem is without a solution. There's a solution. So if you if you go into a problem with the attitude that there's, there's a solution, then then as you look at it, 
you start to think about, you know, what am I missing here? You talk to others and you start thinking about it and then rotating it through your mind. And as you do that, you find ways to get things done. I don't think there's ever been a time. Uh, I'll tell one story about, you know, I was an officer in the Navy, but I initially applied and um, applied as enlisted. And then I found out I could join the officer program. And see, the first time I attempted, you know, my first challenge was they said, you have to take this exam. And if you if you do well in the exam, then we'll let you go in as an officer versus an enlisted person within the military. An officer just means you get to manage versus uh, being a uh, enlisted. You actually have to do all, all the, the tough work and get a technical specialty. So I went ahead and I took the exam. My first challenge was when I asked them the question about um, what's more important, uh, finishing the test or or getting enough right. And they said getting enough right. Bottom line in that story was uh, I got all the ones I did right, but I didn't do enough, so I had to go in as enlisted. But they said in two years you, <clears throat> you can apply again. <clears throat> now that's the fun part. So... Two years later, I'm in Orlando waiting to go to nuclear power school. And uh, they said, well, it's a good time to go ahead and apply for the officer program. Well, when I applied, they asked me a question about boot camp, about being in charge. And I said, I didn't want to be in charge because I had just finished being a manager at a McDonald's. And, you know, and they said in the uh, boot camp that if someone messed up, then you had to take the punishment. And it was like, well, I was excited about that. So they took, on that board, they took everything I said, and they said, this guy shuns responsibility. He's not uh, motivated, blah, blah, blah. And when I got back, I, uh, I, um, <sighs> I, I found out, you know, they said all that stuff. And then I went and talked to my manager, and, and he said, if I were you, I'd rip it up and then wait till tomorrow or the next day. It was like two days later when you go to nuclear power school, go ahead and request a new board, which is what I did. And, you know, I got raving reviews because you see there was options there. I had the option to put that in knowing that I would not get picked up or I could tear it up and try again another avenue. So he gave me the avenue and I did. And, of course, uh, the rest is history. I went there, and they asked pertinent questions. I had uh, raving answers of how I would, uh, how I believe in people and how I'd support them and uh, what I would do. And with that, you know, the rest is history. 20 years later, as an officer, obviously, the first boy was wrong. But law of polarity is a plus and a minus. You know, there was the negative side and it was the positive side. And, and um, you know, you, you get choices and you choose which direction to go. And that's the way it is. So that's it for now. But uh, I, I say this just preparing you because this is the environment that I want to build in my membership that I'm building. Soon I'll put out an invitation. I just want to grab some emails so then I can put it out there Um yeah, and we're going to build a group um, for 
my my focus is on employees who feel trapped or stuck where they are, whether it's 10 years or 15 years, and you feel there's no upward mobility, but you just feel there's nowhere to go. But in reality, there are options, and I'm there to help you with that. If we can help build confidence, understand our language from victimese, which I'll explain victimese versus ownership ease or survivor ease language. If you just learn that and understand how to, to look at things in a different perspective, I can get you out of that, that uh, stuck or um, trapped position that you feel you're in because it's only, trust me, it's only psychological and not real realistic. But that's it for tonight. Enjoy, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Boom.